This episode of Cast the Craze is brought to you by... We have just a few reasons why you should pick up a copy of Disney Out of My Toilet, book number three, I Chihuahua, today. What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Craze tonight? Tonight, we are going to be talking Cowtown Comic Con, and we're going to be talking to the person in charge, Chris Hayes. We're going to be talking about that. What up, Pops? And uh, that's coming up next. Yeehaw! <laughs> Let's get it! Show for independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town. Cast the craze is the place to promote to your fans with the dream of Medina and Sam the Crazy Man. Subscribe to our show and never miss an episode. It's time to get your man to listen to us on the go. Updated every week, we never miss a day. Join the squad, come on in. It's time to cast the craze. If you are an independent, cast the craze. Making moves on your own, cast the craze. On your grind in the streets, cast the craze. Join the movement. Catch the craze. Yeah, George, we did it again. Come on now. Now you want to do it. Catch the craze. Welcome to Catch the Crazy Podcast. I'm your host with the most the crazy man, Vera. And I am with George the Dreamer, Madena. What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. It is Wednesday, October 5th, 8 p.m. here in the East Coast, 7 p.m. in the central uh, part of the country where Sam is. And we have another show for you guys tonight. We are going live again with this time a comic book a comic con promoter we always you know we have our comic book uh creators but tonight we have a promoter of a comic book convention that sammy will be exhibiting uh in a couple of weeks cowtown comic con so we're going to be talking to them in a few minutes but before we do that if you haven't done so yet please subscribe to the channel hit the like button if you're watching the show right now show us some love and uh, make sure that you share it with your friends. And and if you want to know when we go live, make sure you hit the bell so that you get notifications when it's ding-a-ling, ding-a-ling. live. Ding-a-ling, <laughs> ling-a-ling. So Word. yeah, Sam, man, it's a it's a Wednesday evening, middle of the week. Tomorrow is Thursday. We have the uh, the morning brew with the crazy crew at nine a.m., which we should tell you what about. Also, yes, but, um, yeah, gonna... dude, another yeah. week, another dollar. Yeah, another week, another penny. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> See your penny, pick it up all day long. You have good luck. Where's that from? What movie? That's right. I don't know what movie it's from, but I have heard that. I didn't, I didn't realize it was from a movie. What movie is that? Yes. Grease. Oh, I never saw Grease. You never? Never watched Grease. Yo. That, was, that was before I spoke. Uh, that was before I spoke English, bro. 
that was way before. Oh, but you have plenty of time to go watch this iconic nah, cult classic. Nah, bro. You crazy? That's like the Americana. That's like me not watching Hocus Pocus. I've never seen Hocus Pocus. I you can get away with that. You oh, can't okay. get away with Greece. <laughs> okay. Greece. John Trabola. That's how, that's how my grandmother used to say John Trabola. <laughs> John Trabola. Wow, he called John Trabola. We Dang. go together like Rama, Lama, Lama, Lama. You remember that? Oh I've heard, man. I've heard the songs, of course. Oh, I mean, I've heard geez. of the movie, sure, but I've never actually watched Stranded it. Stranded at the drive-in. Yeah, a fool. Remember that? <laughs> what will they say? Let me ask you a question. Are, 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 you, are you a big musical guy? I love music. No, no, but musicals. I like musicals if they're, yeah. Yeah. You know. Okay. Well, you go like, to Broadway, you, almost everything's a musical, but got, yeah. No, that's what I mean. So, because because now you have obviously movies that are also musicals, but then you have the musicals on Broadway, right? You from New York, yeah. so you know about the, the shows on Broadway, which are incredible. Right. But do you enjoy a movie musical, like on 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 the small screen? Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed. I I enjoyed. See, I saw Rent on Broadway, and I saw Rent I saw the right. movie. Okay. I seen that. I seen uh, Hamilton both. Online, on TV, and on. on. I mean, yeah. there's nothing. There's nothing like the experience when you're live. No, I agree. I, I, I'm gonna sound like you remember in Living Color. You remember the, the you living. You remember living. The, the, the critics what? that used to crit hated hated it. It. <laughs> hated it, bro. Hated it. You hated I hated it. Hamilton, dude. I couldn't. Nah, bro. Live? Did you see it live? No, you that's, that's what I'm saying. That, that's that's where I was going. I saw it on Disney Plus, and I thought it was basura, bro. I was like, what am I watching? What <laughs> is it? But See, maybe I like got it when the tickets were fifteen hundred dollars. Are you crazy? You're no, crazy. I didn't pay fifteen hundred. I didn't have no. I don't have that kind of cash. <laughs> so it was a gift. It was a gift, a nice um, gift. to my sister-in-law, um, and it was a gift to the firm from the firm that she worked for, and they gave it as a gift, and and she can bring her family. So she bought me and my wife, nice. and and we went to go see it, and we had orchestra seats. And it was fantastically fantastic. It, it's different when you're live, Mr. San Martino. Yay! What's happening, my brother? Um, it's different when you're live, bro. That the live experience of a Broadway show. Oh, is, I mean, Beetlejuice live, Wicked live was amazing, magical, magic, bro. I went to see Avenue Q. Remember, you, you ever heard mm -hmm. of Avenue Q uh -huh. with the yes. puppets? Yes, off the hook, off the hook, incredible, incredible. I seen the Heights live, the Heights. I saw Chicago live, you know. <laughs> It, I mean, the, the experience of, of sitting there and listening to these people sing live yes. is just a whole different ballgame. On TV, it loses it a little bit, especially for like a show like Hamilton. Like it, it lost yeah. it. It really, I didn't, I wasn't feeling it. But um, but there's been other movies like Chicago. They made it into a musical movie. Mm -hmm. uh, you ever saw La La Land? Not live. I saw the movie. Yeah, no, the movie. The movie. Hey, I yeah, enjoyed yeah. that. I, I, enjoyed, I, I enjoyed it too. I don't think it was ever. I don't think it was ever. I don't know. My um, my sister-in-law's dog whenever la la lands on tv he just stands there and watches the whole damn thing really yes and he, especially yeah. the opening sequence the opening number he yeah. loves on the highway or whatever that is when they're dancing yeah yeah it was a it was a good good um good movie man it was it really was it yeah i think i think people some people hated it and and, and didn't and didn't enjoy it but i love the message man i love the message of the movie here's a yeah. creative person a guy who was a musician and why to pursue his dream, and what happens if he pursues it, and what happens if he goes after the woman he loves? Where does he end up? Depending yeah. on which, I thought it was brilliantly done, bro. I, I think mm -hmm. that gets lost in the fact that it, you know it's a musical. It's this guy, what's his name from uh, 
from I remember him from, from remember the Titans. Some people remember him from the Notebook, but the notebook, you know, yeah. yeah so it, you know, Ryan Gosling. and I think it gets worse. Yeah, Ryan Gosling, and I think it remember it, people lose. You know, they're like Ryan Gosling. But I just watched him in the Shadow Man. Was it Shadow Man? Um, oh yeah, how was that? That's good. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. good stuff. I just watched yeah. it two nights ago. Yeah, yo. But before we continue talking about movies and musicals. You have a, a little something, something to share with us today that you've been sharing with us for the last two weeks. I know, two whole weeks. What do we got going on? Do Darius. Make that a musical, bro. Make that a musical. Just you know, in my toilet. Turn it into a musical. Toilet. It's for 15 days left of the campaign. Give the gift of a bundle of duty. And uh, so why not give the gift of duty to uh, your loved ones and get yourself a copy of There's an Alien in My Toilet currently running right now on Kickstarter. We are beyond the midway point. We have not yet get fu got funded. We are $260 away from being funded, and we are seven backers away from unlocking the next backer goal, which unlocks this digital print right here where everybody would get. And, um, you know, we got a lot of great stuff on this campaign, and uh, I'd love for you to get yourself a copy. And if you picked up issue three, you should pick up Duty's Monsters on Planet Cthulhu. You should add that onto your basket. You're going to want this book. Um, you know, it's, it's a... It's the first book I've done in, in, in a decade uh, from start to finish on my own. Um, and uh, I'm excited because I'm showing my newfound skills, my coloring skills and all this stuff. And I've, you know, really gotten better as an artist. So, you know, so I'm really showcasing a lot of stuff on this campaign. Um, but I'd love for you guys to go and back it today. There's stuff for the kids. There's stuff for the adults. There's stuff for the entire family to enjoy. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, you have, what, 15 days? It, it's gonna fund. I, I'm looking. I, me, I'm a big fan of stretch goals. So I, I, I want to see what kind of battle cat. I'm trying to see what kind of, um, what kind of uh, stretch goals Sammy's got planned. So make sure that you do go check it out. Every 50 backers, Sammy's giving something. I mean, every 25 backers, yeah. um, he's giving something away. So we are seven away from 50, which means we're gonna be getting something else for free. So make sure that you go in there and back the campaign. It is live right now on Kickstarter. There's an alien in my toilet. I don't think you're going to have to search too much to, to see that because that's a very, very unique title. So it's not like you're going to be like, oh, which one is it? No, you'll know. You'll know. When you see it, you'll know. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, and, you know, and so for anybody who loves comedy, you're going to dig this. If you love Alf, uh, if you're a fan of Alf, Marvin the Martian, Invader Zim, you're going to enjoy this. If you love the Bugs Bunny, um, Wiley Coyote, that whole slapstick humor, you're going to enjoy Duty. Um, and uh, he continued that legacy of just slapstick comedy. And um, there's, uh, you know, so you have, there's nearly my toilet book number three, I Chihuahua. Duty finally escapes the forest. He gets into a house. He's confronted by a Chihuahua named Herman, uh, who thinks that Duty's a talking jalapeno. Herman's trying to get this intruder. The, the owner of the house, the father, thinks that Herman's losing his mind because he's tearing the whole place up and he doesn't know what's going on, you know, and it, it starts there. The government has found Duty's UFO where it crashed. So the world is closing in on Duty. So he has to he has to get a game plan and a game plan quick. Um, and then in Duty's monsters on Planet Cthulhu, I mean, you have Frankenstein, you have the werewolf, you have um, Dracula, you have the mummy, you have Cthulhu, you have Duty, and, uh, and a whole lot of crazy action and fun and adventure in this series and then uh for you moms and dads out there and guardians if you want something for the four-year-old you have duty's adventures and duty's adventures is an interactive storybook for the kids 
um, where every page turn, there's a trivia questions uh, based on what they just read. And at the end of the book, your child can write their own ending and draw their own characters. This page is allocated for that. So there's something for everybody. And it's a great Christmas gift. You know, this ship's in November. So you, know, you want something under the tree for the kid that's fun, entertaining, and educational. That, that's what we got here with uh, the, the Whole Duties World brand. Big, big time, big time. And big shout out to uh, to everybody who has helped uh, Sammy with the campaign and all, and all you guys who have supported. Thank you very yes. much yes. for the support already. Cheers. Uh, big, big shout out to you guys. So thank you so much. Let's tell a friend. Let's invite more people to come in. Also, I wanted to give a big shout out to all of our subscribers. We've hit a couple more subscribers over the last few days so thank you very much for coming Yay! on board if you're watching the show right now and you haven't subscribed please do so sometimes we forget sometimes we like oh yeah i watch the show all the time and we realize oh but i've never subscribed oh shoot let's subscribe so hit that subscribe button real quick also if you haven't done so yet check out my website get your meds with a z.com it's written the way it is right here on my uh, on my name down there at the bottom Check out the website. I have uh, issues of Russ 5377 on there. I also have hoodies. It's it's sweater weather out here in New York. So check that out. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. The Wonder Duck is on there as well. So Yo, where, where's mine? Don't worry about it, man. I, I, you know what? Yo, I changed my mind. Where's mine? He's the worst customer service on the freaking planet. I changed my mind. I decided. I paid money. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to write a letter to Kickstarter. <laughs> Get me I'm, I'm Get closing me your account. I'm shutting you down. I was like, you already got mine, and mine was under after yours. Oh, yeah. And I'm yes. about to get yours again. Yes. That's going to be fun. I want to see who what comes first. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't shipping. <laughs> Yo, also, also, I wanted to give a big shout out to everybody, all of our indie friends uh, who are going to be tackling the monster that is New York Comic Con this weekend. Good luck to every single one of you. JD, Yo, what up, my stop man? Acting up. Good luck. Good, good luck to every one of you who's out there this weekend at New York Comic Con. It is going on. I think it starts tomorrow. A lot of people have already been, uh, you know, showing pictures of setups and stuff like that. So big shout out to you guys and good luck with everything. Uh, JD, we will be on JD. I don't know if you're going to be able to make it, Sam, because I know you got stuff going on also. But hey, no, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be popping in. I'll be supporting cool. JD. Cool. Yeah, we're going to be we're going to be talking with JD Rosario on his show coming up at 9 p.m. So make sure you head on over to JD Rosario's um, Unstoppable Comics YouTube channel for that. So yeah, man. But uh, but yeah, so today we're going to be talking comic book conventions. Yeah, I just want to make sure that uh, uh, it's called aesthetic. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to yeah. be talking uh, comic book conventions. Sam's got a couple coming up in uh, Texas. I can't wait till I start doing mine. I'm going to start doing that next year. Hopefully hit up Megacon and all those fun conventions. Uh, but we're going to be talking about Cowtown, uh, Cowtown Comic Con today, and that's coming up in just a few minutes. We're going to be talking to, and and that's what Sam's checking. We we uh, we booked the um, the promoter of the show. Hopefully he he's got he's going to be able to make it. I know it's a it's a busy time for a lot of promoters and uh, a lot of behind the works, a lot of behind the scenes work that comes along. Yes, with I mean this um, next weekend I'm at uh, the Dallas Fan Festival. And which is a three-day event, um, and Dallas, and they sent me everything except for my table assignment, which is crazy. Um, and then the following week, I'm at Cowtown, and I just looked at the floor map at Cowtown Comic Con. Uh, let's pull this up right here. Um, I like the fact that they had the floor plan on the website. 
with yeah, the vendor awesome. names. Yeah. With that's the, awesome. Yes. So that's pretty dope. And I, like right here, if you see the arrow, this is where I am. And then Paul Gomez. So I'm in 703. He's in 302. We're one aisle away from me. That's almost like the same setup we had last time. When we were at the, the uh, fan expo, we were behind each other. Uh, so it was pretty dope. So, yeah, he's there. And where is um, Lori Calcaterra? She also has a booth there? She's going to be there. Yeah, she's there. She's a guest. Oh, cool. Is she Is she through her? Oh, I see her. She's 1803 behind Monster Lair. Monster so Lair. See Monster Lair on the, on the screen down right behind Gabe's Cave? Yes. She's here. right there. She's right there, right behind Monster's Lair on the other side. Lori oh, there she is. All right. So we're over here. She's over there. All right, cool. So at least I know where she is on the floor map. Yeah, um, no, that, that's great. I love that they did this. I love that they have this all set up on the uh, on the website itself. For those who are in that area, this is going to be at the Will Rogers Memorial Center in um, in Fort Worth, Texas. So that is happening yeah. Saturday and Sunday, October twenty second and twenty third. Saturday, yeah. ten a.m. to five p.m. Sunday, eleven to four. I like and, those hours. Yeah, no, those are good hours. And then um, daily parking. There is parking there, uh, and the daily parking is ten dollars. So for $10, you can park your car right outside the uh, Memorial Center, head up inside. VIP entrance, according to the website, on Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. So if you're a VIP, you get in a half hour early. Same thing on Sunday, half hour early at 10.30 a.m. So definitely, if you're in the area, head, out, head on out there. Check out Sam. Check out Paul. Check out Lori. They have great, great, great um, books. For kids, for adults, for everybody. So that's a big booth. So I mean, that's gonna be dope. Yeah, I, I can really go all out with uh, my display. Yeah, yeah. What what size are the tables that they were selling? I think this one's an eight foot table. Eight foot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It looks it looks like a, a a lot of room, man. A lot of stuff going on there. Hippie. I'm actually looking forward to it. It was uh, you know shout out to Paul Gomez, Bushi Boo, Circus Mysteries. He's the one who uh, put me onto it, and then I then um, the promoters. Um, uh, introduced themselves to me at uh, one of the cons this past year, and um, yes, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. You know, and uh, some some regulars, some people who've been have been on the show is going to be there, and we, we actually um, we have some people that um, I've met at the previous shows out here in Texas that are going to be on Cast the Crease podcast. So uh, when I'm there, I'm going to drop off you know our cards to the table, so we might get some more guests just from this show. So we'll see what happens. Because I'm yeah. I'm actually Saturday I'll be by myself, so Sunday my wife will be with me. So uh, I won't be able to leave the table Saturday. So in the morning, I'm just going to drop off cards at every table. And they're like, Yo, what is this? Who's this guy dropping this stuff off? <laughs> was, it, was it the last time you were there? Uh, you did it this year earlier, right? Was that was that at the same place? Was it at the same Memorial Center? This is the first time I'm doing this one. Um, the the oh, fan you've, never, you've never done Calton. No, this is the first time. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I so uh, Fan Expo is at the big convention center in downtown Dallas. That I've done. Um, and um, that's next week, right? That's next week. It's a you know it's three day event. So um, the big boys um, they start loading in on Thursday. We in Artist Alley ha can't load until Friday morning between nine and between nine and three because they open the doors at three o'clock to nine p.m. on Friday. So um, you know if you want to get good parking uh, and set up, you have to be there early on Friday. So I'm going to go early Friday. I'll be there the whole day. So I'll probably be there from like nine to nine. Nice. Yeah, it's gonna be a long day, so I'm gonna pack. I'm gonna pack my cooler real good. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you got enough enough liquids. Yeah, but um, it looks it looks good. I wonder if they have any photos from previous events on this website. Uh, let's yeah, see. Yeah, no, it definitely looks good, man. Definitely looks good. They're, these are some of the guests that they're gonna have there. Okay. Yeah, she's a voice 
Actress, Anime Series and Funimation, Okatron 5000, a lot of uh, pop stuff. This guy is also a voice actor, uh, a lot of voice actors, uh, commercial actors, voice actors. And then there is a lot of voice actors, Tony Fleece. Tony Rodriguez, Mike. These are artists. This guy I've seen before. I'm not sure which event it was, but I've seen him before. Um, yeah. That was a good lineup, man. Yeah, I've seen him before. Seen him at um, the Fan Festival, I believe. Fan Expo. <laughs> Stalker, though. I just remember faces. Yeah. Oh, there's Paul. There's Paul League G. And there's Laurie. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, it's always fun. It's always fun to hit up conventions, you know, get together with some friends, chill out. Yes. So that's yeah. going to be good. I mean, and it's, it's uh, potentially my last two events for the year. And um, let's see who's sponsoring this event. Ha Salu. Got a lot of sponsors. Yeah. Good sponsors. Um, yeah. Dine in cinemas. I like dine in cinemas. Yeah. If you guys want VIP weekend passes, they got them for 45 bucks. Two day passes, $18. One day ticket, $10. So, yeah, they have. Uh, oh, well, his, link, his link isn't working. Uh -oh. That's this. Let me see. And you get a tote bag. So, I, so as a VIP, you get early access, 30 minutes early, an exclusive VIP badge and lanyard, um, exclusive Cancelina's Cowtown 8x10 print, an exclusive Cowtown comic book, uh, tote bag, one exclusive comic cover from either Michael Swayan or John Gian, uh, one exclusive The Disputed Territory comic manga edition episode number one, one comic shield comic sh uh, shipper, and uh, there's only a quantity of 60 VIP packages available. So you want to hurry up and grab one while supplies last. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. I like that. They're offering a lot of these things for uh, El Publico. Word. Yeah. So I just sent it. Let me just let them know that I just sent it. Uh, yeah. So we should be getting him on the show in just a few minutes. But uh, definitely, definitely, if you're in the area, like I said, if you're in Fort Worth, Texas, and uh, you're available for the weekend, go check it out. Saturday and Sunday looks like it's going to be uh, a good time. I miss. I, I like small shows. Man. There you go. you know, I, I like. I like small shows. I miss the small shows. Those are good, especially for uh, for the fans who don't want to pay. You know, the extravagant amount of money that you would have to pay to go to say a New York Comic Con. Right. <laughs> tickets like over a hundred bucks to go see uh, to go check them out. Yeah. So it's nice. It's nice that that small uh, Comic Cons are still around. They're doing what they're doing. You know. Word. Let's bring in our guest. What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? Hey, Chris. What's going on? Good to meet you, man. Hey, how are y'all? Sorry, it's late. I just I just got in. Was running behind and all good. All struggling. good. So and then I was clicking the link. I couldn't get it. And uh, so thanks for sending that over and uh, getting it fixed. So yeah, not a yeah, problem. Yeah. Not a problem. Yes. Yeah, so uh, you know, welcome to Cast the Craze. Thanks for coming on. And uh, let's let everybody know who we're talking to tonight. Um, Chris Hayes, I'm actually one of the promoters at Caltech Comic Con. So we got that coming up October 24th and 25th. 
wait, is that right? 22nd, 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 it's been a long day. 22nd, 23rd at uh, Will Rogers in Fort Worth. So we're, we're pretty excited to be having it this year. We actually moved it. It was, uh, it wasn't Hearst, our first three shows over at the conference center. And we just grew. As a matter of fact, I mean, all the, all the booths are sold out already. So we're, uh, we were pretty excited to see that and uh, ticket sales are going through the roof uh, for online ticket sales, which is really good. But we got a really good guest lineup coming this year and a lot of great vendors coming out. So, Good job, Chris. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you about that, like how long this show has been around. But this so this is your fourth year. Is that what it is? This is our fourth. Yeah, this will be our fourth show uh, doing what we did. We 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 went out of the box a little bit in January of this year and we tried a horror con because people were like, hey, why don't you? do a horror con we're like all right so we brought in some uh some celebrities that were in friday the 13th and stuff and we did that in january and that was a good show smaller attendance we you know we tried it we're like all right it's a january show not sure what's going to happen we'll try to get in there and do it before all the big cons start hitting in february and march and mm -hmm. did it right in the last week of january so we're like, all right, we probably won't ever do another January show. Nothing <laughs> bad about it. We still had good attendance. We had right about 2,000 come through the doors in a two-day event. So that was still good. Coming, we, we had just done a show in July and had doubled that in attendance. And we came right back around to January for a horror show. And, and it was good. We had a lot of really good vendors there, a lot of return vendors. Uh, but doing, you know, like I said, it was January. You didn't know. I think it was pouring down that rain that day or that whole weekend. So we had to deal with the weather, which you, you can't do anything about that. But, but yeah, so this will be our, this will be our fourth show and it's growing every year. Good for you, man. That's Good outstanding. You. So what, what made you get into uh, uh, convention promoting? Oh man. Uh, honestly, it goes back to uh, five, six years ago. I was doing little one day shows, started doing them at the high school where my son played football. And it was a way to raise money for the booster club. So we would sell tables for 35 bucks each and we'd get about 50 vendors set up in the cafeteria doing pop swaps and comics. And uh, it just kind of grew from there. So all the money went back into the booster club for the football program and it, it just kept growing. But I was crazy and I was doing them every month. So I'm like, oh, yeah, this is great. You know, the first two or three, you're like, this is awesome. Second Saturday of every month. But then as a year one on, boy, it wears on you. Because you're trying to once it once it ends, you're replanting the next one real quick, and it, it takes a lot to do it. So then uh, I started moving them over to uh, we we actually have a brick and mortar comic book store in North Fort Worth. So we we started doing a one day show at this uh, Civic Center in Wataga, and uh, those were growing and getting big. We weren't doing them every month, but we do it about twice a year, and those were getting a lot of fun. And it was finally like, you know what? Nobody does anything in Fort. Everybody does everything in Dallas. So you right. know, everybody you think of. Hey, I, I live in Dallas, you know, when I live in Fort Worth and people are like, oh, Dallas. No, no, we're not in Dallas. We live in Fort Worth. There's a difference. Uh, 35 splits it. So there's a difference. Nobody does anything in Tarrant County. Everybody's Dallas County. All the big shows are always there. And I'm always hearing, man, nobody does anything. So we decided to uh, to try it. I got in with, uh, with my wife and with uh, McLean McGuire, my business partner. We decided to get together and try one. Because McLean was one of those promoters, one of the original promoters down at uh, Comic Palooza down at Houston, as well as uh, the one they do up in Denver. Uh, used to be, wasn't Fan Expo Denver at the time, it was something else years ago, but he helped build those. So we were talking and we decided, hey, let's let's try one here in Fort Worth. 
So we found Hearst, which uh, worked with us, which is a great facility. Did three shows there. And we went back this year and we're like, we, we've got so many people already asking when our next show is. We, we can't fit this many vendors in Hearst. We're going to have to move it. So we literally moved it to downtown Fort Worth. So our whole thing is Caltown is in Caltown now. So we're, we're excited. We'll have a 200, I think it's 210 vendor tables. Uh, our show, our show is not a celebrity driven show. It is about the creators and the artists, anime voice actors. We have nine of them coming and we have cosplay, but it is really about bringing the comic community back into to comics. So That's being awesome. that we have a comic, being that we have a comic book store, that's kind of how we are. Hey, I go to Fan Expo. I love it. But uh, one of my main things is, uh, you know, people people show up to Fan Expo and it's a Saturday. They spend $65 for a ticket. Family of four, you're spending $65 a ticket. They can't go to, well, you're over to your table and buy a comic because they can't afford it. You know, right. but they can walk around, look at everything. Mm-hmm. Our tickets are 10, 10 bucks. They always have been. They always will be. They're 10 bucks to get in the door. We do that so that family of four can turn around. They can get in and then they turn around and they have money to spend at the show with the vendors because we've got to keep our vendors happy or they're not coming back. And then uh, <laughs> no, so I that, think that's the big thing you want, you want the vendors to do yeah, well. Yeah, vendors yeah. do well. And I can already see it. The reviews are good from our first three shows. The vendors do well. Word gets out. More vendors want to go. Word keeps getting out. That's more people through the door. So uh, that's what we try to push. We're big on the creator community. We want we want to support independent creators. I mean, we have a great guest list coming. We've got Nico Swyan coming in, John Jenks coming in. These guys are up at New York City Comic Con right now, and there's some big hitters in the industry. Mm-hmm. Tony Fleece is coming, who's the creator of Stray Dogs, which was, what was that, the book of the year last year for Image. Uh, Tony Rodriguez. I got Mike Deval- DeBalfo, Marissa Pope, Marat Michaels, who's the creator of uh, Do You Poo, Ryan Kincaid. Uh, you guys can get on our guest list and just take a look. So. We're, yeah. we're pretty happy with the with the turnout this year. Yeah, no, it was, it's great, Chris. And I, I was going to ask you about the vendors. So, like, as an independent creator who wants to maybe, you know, have a table at your show, how far ahead do you have to maybe contact you or contact someone to get a table at your show? Being that it's now getting very popular, how do you go about getting a table at your show if you're if you're an indie artist? Uh, if you're an artist, I will be honest, our artist, Ali, Tables had about 40 this year for Artist Alley. Those, no lie, sold out within a week. Wow. When they went online, they were gone. Yeah. Uh, and we charged, I think it was 150 for an Artist Alley table, which is cheap. Eight-foot table, two chairs. Every spot in our show is a 10 by 10. So at this facility, which is really good. Uh, but as an indie, I always say once we start uh, promoting, once we're like, hey, we've already got our dates for 2023. So at the end of this show on Sunday – We'll be walking around telling the vendors that are there, uh, hey, come on out. We'd love to have you. We're going to do an early bird special maybe uh, to sign up because you'll be a returning vendor, but we'd love to have you. You can go ahead and sign up now, and we'll get ahead of the game. But we go ahead and put uh, – we'll put our vendor booths on sale. Usually, I'd say starting in January of 2023. Okay. Uh, we'll put them up because that's what we did this year. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. We started right in February, right when the January show ended. We started in February. And then they were gone fast. So uh, we're we're looking at when we first booked, and this is no lie. When we first jumped in and we booked uh, Will Rogers, we went in and we're like, okay, we get, we got one room. That room was really good, had a stage on it. We're like, oh, we can do panels on there; it'd be great. 
And I can't remember how many booths it was going to hold, 75, which was more than previous years. Because normally it was like 55 or something, but it, they're booths, so they were big. And we're like, hey, this will be great. And literally within two weeks, it was like, my wife was like, hey, we, we may want to look at upgrading because we have a list of vendors wanting in this thing. So we went back to Will Rogers and they're like, oh, yeah, here, we can we can put you in the center room, which is big, you know. And we're like, okay, let's do that. So we get that room. It was gone. And in a week, they, the boots were gone. So we're like, all right, give us the big room. We went from, uh, I think, 18,000 square feet to right at 50,000 square feet space right now. Where we're at. Like I said, it's about, right about 210 booths. Uh, we could probably fit more, but we'd be jamming everything in. We don't want to do that. So we're at 50,000 square feet with room to go next year to add another 25,000 square feet, which sure we'll be doing next year and just open the whole thing up. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll probably go live right at the end of January, February for 2023. And we post it everywhere when we do it and post it. Uh, no matter of fact, my wife's on there right now. Anyway, stalking. <laughs> She's, trolling. She's trolling. Yes. You, you know what it is, Chris? I mean, as an indie creator who, who wants exposure and who wants to be able to sell our stuff, it's important to have shows like yours. Because like you said, the big shows are great. And I love big shows as a fan. But as a vendor, we need the traffic and we need the people that have the money to spend at our table. Go. And what I do like about your website, which is a great website, by the way, man, good job, is that you've actually laid out the floor plan so yeah. that mm -hmm. Sam, as a vendor, for example, knows exactly where his table is. And he could tell his fans, hey, come in, walk through here. Here I am on the map. And that and that's brilliant. Is that something that you you hired outside to do, or is that something that you no. guys are work? Everybody's like an, an you know inside we're, job. We're a, yeah, we're a well four man, four man team now. Or there you go, uh, two men and two women now. So both um, Mon and McLean and Marty and Kim are part of this. So the floor plan is done. The website's done by McLean McGuire. That, that's all him. He would be on the show, but he's at New York. He sets up a booth at New York. So. Uh, as you can see, I mean, our entrance is on the far right. When you walk in, Big Time Collectibles is right there on the right. They got Miko Swyan, John Jane. Gabe's Cave will be set up there. They're our guys that will run all our a live podcasts the whole time during the show. So they're going to have four artists, creators in their booth. At the same time, they walk around and grab. They do interviews. So they have live live YouTube show going on during the show. Well, they're interviewing all the creators and they're walking around and grabbing independent creators that may have never got any kind of airtime for them to come up and talk about their books and their artwork and all that. So they do that both days of the show. And then some of our sponsors are up front and then all the way on the left, that's our whole artist alley. Everybody in blue is our guest. Uh, on the right side is all of our uh, anime voice actors and cosplay. And then on the left is all of our comic creators and our comic guests. But yeah, the floor plan is done by McLean. And actually what's really cool this year, I don't have any here, but uh, when people walk in, they're actually going to get a card and it's going to have a QR code on it that they can scan. The floor map opens up with the list of where everybody's at. So we're like, Hey, let's try that. Uh, no, we do offer badge sponsorships real quick. Uh, so, I mean, we have wristbands, but uh, for the, everybody attending, let your VIPs, VIPs get special badges and stuff to get in. So uh, we're still building. So we haven't got the badge for everybody yet. Uh, I think next year that'll come. But, but yeah, we're going to have a QR code this year uh, for people to scan on their phone. So that way they can figure out if, if they're looking for one of you guys, let's say, uh, 
they'll be able to find you real quick if they're like, oh, I can't remember what booth they're at. So they'll be able to find you guys. So that's something new we're going to try. One of the things that, you know, when, when you said uh, earlier how, you know, this is a uh, an artist event, it's for the creative mm-hmm. event. Um, I hold that to be true because I was talking when I, when I came back from, I forgot which convention when I first met you, when you introduced yourself to me. Um, Arlington. Arlington, that's what it was. Um, I was telling, I, I was talking about it on the show. I said you were probably the first convention promoter that actually came over and introduced and, and engaged. In a, it, you felt like, oh wow, this guy actually recognizes you as a talent. Um, most of the time, when you're at another convention, they have people just giving out flyers to go to their conventions or attend their conventions. But the fact that you walked around and introduced your people, I felt that personal touch was a highlight towards what you're doing and to your brand image. We appreciate that. Uh, one thing you'll know about the show is, and, and I do a lot of shows because you guys are independent creators. I'm the same. I write my own comic books. You know, I have the store. Uh, I do my own stuff. I was writing today. So I have a publishing company. I publish our own books. So uh, I'm right there with you guys. So when I do these shows, uh, I guess one thing good about doing other people's shows is you can take ideas from what you see. And then you can also say, okay, I don't want to do something like that because one thing about us is we want to be personal. So literally when you come to check in, uh, you'll have the ladies at the table, right? And they, you know, we will walk you over to your booth. Uh, We'll check you in. Uh, Usually a a gift bag or something waiting for you, whatever they've done up, you know, which is usually water and something like that. Because you guys know sometimes you go to these convention centers, there's no no air on setup day on Friday. So. They usually have something nice for you, you know, so whether it's a couple bottles of water and snack, I don't I have no idea what they're doing this year, but they handle all that for us. Uh, and then, uh, but during the show, I'm walking around, Kim's walking around, McLean's walking around, and we're going by booth to booth checking on everybody. So we have our own booth set up for Charter Comics, but we have somebody manning that. We don't go over there unless somebody's like, hey, can you come sign a book real quick? And we do that. Other than that. We don't want to do that. We want to be engaging with all the vendors. And then another thing we do is when the show door is open, we're standing out front thanking people for coming to the show because we want to be very personable with people because just like you said, we think that brings the people back in. And honestly, I think a lot of people got away from that. I've done a lot of shows like you guys have. I've never seen the promoter walk floor. I have seen some where a lot of them do. And there are some great shows out there, but there are a lot of shows out there. You will never see that promoter. And you guys are the ones that you know, they put on the show and all that, but also you guys are the ones that bought the table that are there promoting your brand. So to us, helping promote you just does nothing but grow the show. That's why another thing is we're still building flyers, but we build a flyer for everybody. We'll promote everybody on our on our uh, site. So whether and and we're still getting flyers built. You know, there's a ton of people. There's vendors and everything. So the girls, they build videos and post them on our site. So you'll see vendors pop up. I, I don't see cons do that. This is one thing we said we'll always do. Uh, if you're on the Artist Alley, you have a personal flyer made up and you're promoted a lot if you're in the Artist Alley area. Uh, and even if you're a creator that's not in the Artist Alley area, you're in, you know, every, the way I like our shows, yes, we have an Artist Alley. Everybody calls it Artist Alley, but it's to us, it's on the floor. It's a booth on the floor plan. It's just where a lot of the artists sat that booked those spots first. Uh, yeah. But we try to promote everybody as much as possible, give everybody the same amount of airtime uh, again, because making it personable 
making the, you know, if we promote you, then the fans are like, oh, I want to go buy that. I saw that promote. I, I like this comic cover. I want to go check that out. But say they may have never known about you. But if we can promote it and get somebody to your table, then that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I, I agree. And then I have another question for you, Chris, as far as like indies, right? I know, I know you have artist alley tables. Do you have booths available uh, at the show that we can purchase as well? And what do those booths come with? Badges, uh, chairs, table, do you have to bring your own stuff? Like what's the setup like when you buy? Say, yeah. If you have booths available, what comes with the booth? Yeah, this year for the booths, uh, the, the table, 10 by 10 booth, you get one eight foot table, two chairs, you get two badges. And the badges either say artist, if you're an artist, or they'll say vendors. If they're a guest, their name's on the badge, if they're a guest. Or if they're a sponsor, you know, we've got sponsorship badges. We have some vendors there that are sponsors of the show. So they have sponsor badges with all that. We do that as well. Uh, this year, because the city doesn't supply it, because this is all city of Fort Worth. So everybody has to bring their own tablecloths. We checked into that first. We're like, oh, because we're used to doing Hearst. And when we go to Hearst, you're walking into a ballroom. You're walking into pipe and drape everywhere. And it's set up like some massive, just gorgeous event with all this red carpeting. It's gorgeous. These lights coming down. You're like, oh, my God, the ambiance alone just blows your mind at Hearst. And then we walk into Will Rogers, nothing wrong with it because it's a convention center. Again, concrete floor, you know, tables, pipe and drape down both sides, but not in the middle, which again, we've done a hundred shows that it's the same setup and pretty much every vendor is used to that. We, we got spoiled with being at Hearst just because of their setup, but it's right. a lot smaller facility. We just can't hold it there. Uh, and then you go to the other one. So yeah, this year we're like, we've been telling everybody, hey, you have to bring your own tablecloth. But you got an eight-foot table instead of a six. You got two chairs. You get two badges. Extra badges are available to purchase for vendors, and they're cheap. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you kind of get the works. So, yeah, no, that is good. Everybody gets a packet when you walk in. You get a get a packet with your badges in it, and you know, load in, load out instructions that we email out to everybody before and all that. You'd be surprised what two feet. How much of a difference two feet make on a table? It's a oh, huge difference from six to eight. That's why I'm excited. Yeah. I was talking, yeah. I was saying that earlier. I was like, I'm excited because, you know, I, you know, I have a lot of books um, that I've produced. And so I was yeah. like, all right, eight foot table. I can, I can actually display more. Um, whereas the convention I'm doing before that it's a six foot table. So, was, you know, you have to like, you know, bring less merchandise with you. So yeah, I'm actually looking forward to it. Yeah. 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 yeah I, hey, I love the eight foot table. We get spoiled lately at some of the shows we've been at. Like we were at Vegas. I, I was at Vegas, me and McLean, Cole and David. We all went to Vegas. We we bought those tables three years ago, you know, and then heard back in January, hey, the show's back on. Do you want to do it? Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> we, we bought those it. tables three years ago before COVID. <laughs> and we had a blast at Vegas. But you get to Vegas, it's the same thing. There's no pipe and drape, concrete floor. You're you're in. I mean, hey, that's the norm, right? Everybody's mm -hmm. used to it. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh is an eight foot table and you're like, yes, because <laughs> you get spoiled because Absolutely. you'll know as well as I know, you know, you're, you've, you've got books, you've got stuff and whatever you're bringing. Right. right. So an eight, yeah. that extra two feet goes a long way yeah. for somebody that's got extra, whether you've got books and prints that you're putting out there or books and merchandise, yes. you got a six foot table and then you're in a 10 by 10. Sometimes you can't angle another table to make an L or unless you're on a corner. So you're right. stuck and then you want to put it behind within well, your block in the view or what you got behind. People can't see it. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, See, I, I think the fact that you also not just you're not just a promoter, but you also kind of like do shows for yourself help out a lot um, right. to, in knowing what somebody like us needs behind that table. I think just that perspective really makes a difference when you're promoting a show because you know what the needs are. Like you were talking about the water. You try to buy a water at one of these conventions, like five dollars, ten dollars for a water bottle. It's like holy cow, you know, it's crazy. Um, it, it is. No, I. Yeah, yeah it is. No, so absolutely. As far as the dates go, Chris, are are, are you keeping the the end? I guess maybe the the last sec, the second to last week in October as the date for yes. the, for the show. Yeah, it's already set up for for next year, and I don't know the dates, but it is the weekend before Halloween. We we did our very first show the weekend before. Actually, we did it. Halloween weekend, uh, we were like, oh, this ain't going to work. <laughs> Halloween weekend, we're going to try to throw a Comic-Con out here. What are we thinking? That was the only dates available at the convention center. We were packed. We were wow. like, oh, crap, this is awesome. You know, we didn't have online ticket sales or anything. Everything was walk-up, and we got over 2,000 people in there. We're like, holy crap, this is great. You know, we didn't even have a lobby being used or the side rooms that, that hold another 20 booths or something. It was just one one main little room with 50 booths and it wow. was awesome. And then from there, you know, we, we did another show and we found out though, that the, uh, cause kind of all the big cons are over, uh, New York, it's like New York city this weekend. It's kind of the, the ending of the con season almost now yeah. next weekend is fan days in Dallas. Uh, I know that I, you know, I'm not going, I'll, I'll work in our store and stuff, but, uh, uh, that one did pop up. We'd already had our dates. That one popped up. It's a good show, uh, but then the weekend after that is ours. So you know, I think it'll be good. Uh, hey, I, we haven't heard anything negative. You know, I think there's another show going on in Arlington the same weekend, but it's a game. Show. You know, it's a, it's a game. game. It's a game. Yeah, gaming. Yeah, so it doesn't compete. It's it's gamers going to be over yeah. at that one. So yeah. uh, it doesn't compete with us. So with what we got. So other than that, it, that weekend was wide open, and if we're going to keep it there, then. In our minds, if we lock it down, then everybody knows, hey, every year we got to play in Cowtown because it's the weekend for Halloween. So you're not on Halloween weekend. So people can still fly into town. They're not worried about Halloween being gone from their families. So you're mm -hmm. right before the end of the month. So paydays kind of fall there sometimes, too. So that works. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get plenty of time. Uh, it just seems to be a good weekend. I'll, I'll tell you this, Chris, from somebody who's actually in New York right now, and, and we have uh, one of one of our uh, people on the chat, J.D. Rosario, who's also an indie creator. Once New York Comic Con, like you said, is over, we still mm -hmm. have that itch, though, for like another one. And so oh, having yeah. one in Texas, for example, flying out from New York, it's a quick flight. Go out there, do one right before the year ends, and, and, and you're good to go. So I think that that, that date actually works really, really well. Uh, for plus, it's it's football season. So if you want to go catch beer, cat, there's a lot of Cowboys fans out here in New York. If you want to watch, go catch a, a football game or something out there. You can always just go and check that out. So, no, it's it's a really good it's a really good time of year, I think, for for what you guys are doing. Yeah, uh, you, you mentioned Cowboys. They're they're, <laughs> they're in my side. Uh, <laughs> it's almost like being a Cleveland Browns fan. Oh, dude, I'm or a Jets fan. Or a Jets fan. Yeah, don't even say I'm a Jets fan. No, my hey, my my son is a uh, is a huge Jets fan. So he's one. Really? I mean, diehard Jets. What? He'll tell you, yeah, you know, and everybody says it too. They're like, how the heck does that happen? <laughs> and uh, I'm not lying. They're like, how the heck does that happen? Wow. Well, I thought the same thing. Well, I guess when he was like six or seven, right, we all played Madden, and they wow. still do. Okay. So he'd always pick the Jets because he loved the colors. Well, then he just started following. 
Now he is diehard bleeds green jets. That's amazing. His twenty his twenty first birthday, I, we flew to New York. I flew him up to New York. We, we went up there. His first time ever to New York. And he he don't ever want to go back. He said so. He got to see everything. But it was the Jets Monday night game. It was great. It was the Jets Monday night game. They played Cleveland, uh, and it's when the Jets were all black for the first time. Well, they lost, but it was still an awesome game. But yeah, but it was still an awesome game. But boy, you're talking about Jet. I I know a few Jets fans, but yeah, he is diehard. We don't know where it comes from. I, I was diehard Cowboys, but after their crap in the offseason for the last couple of years, that team is – I've I had to resign. I was done. Oh, damn. So, my second funny. favorite team's always been the Chargers, so I'm I'm, I'm a Chargers fan go. this year. Cowboys second. I had to flop them finally, but I, I see that's just <laughs> it because I don't have a vested interest now. I can sit here and watch them screw up when they play, and I'm not even mad watching them. I don't yell at the TV anymore. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. You, you know what sucked about the Chargers is when they moved from San Diego to L.A. Like, I used to yeah. love – like, what was that all about? Like, San Diego's gorgeous. I, I love San Diego. Why are you yeah, moving out Yeah, I don't know. They don't – L.A. did not need two teams in that oh, same stadium. Man. It doesn't make sense. But. Absolutely not. But, but yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, Chris, I mean, I, I think uh, Sam's excited about going to the show. I'm, I'm Everything I've heard about your show, number one, you know, the, the, the hospitality that you've shown is, is on another level. Everybody raves about your event. I'm looking forward to it, you know, and uh, I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're going to love to have you guys there. So, I, I mean, it'll be fun. We're looking forward to it. See, now the, the stress starts because we're like two, 16 days out. I think McClain posted a flyer. He's like 16 days out, and I'm like, what the heck? Okay. But, <laughs> yeah, no. like, right now, I mean, we've got a whole table in back there right now that's got all the vendor badges. So, we got to start stuffing those. we got to start mm. – Making sure the floor plan, which we did that yesterday, you know, you go through all the names on the floor plan. I mean, all, everything is kicking in now. So now you go to crunch time and you're rushing to make sure everything's perfect. And then, you know, you're still stressed because then we're going to get there to Friday setup and everybody start coming in. And that, it's always smooth. I'll tell you what, one thing about this convention is Hearst was great, but their load in docks are different. They had a ramp, you know, you probably get two cars at a time, tear down. That was kind of messy. But this one, you can just pull right up to the back door. They got these huge dock doors that open, and you just wheel right into the – I mean, you wheel right into the show floor. So that's going to be nice. I'm, I'm hoping that the weather here stays in the 80s, high 70s, 80s. That's what it's been the last couple of days. So we'll cross that's our nice. fingers that also some, some heat wave doesn't hit to where it's 100 degrees. Yeah, 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 Texas. That's well, Texas. the worst thing is the rain, man. You just, You don't want rain. Um, you know what I mean? And I know, I don't I know. Think you're going to get it, but you, you'll be fine. I think you guys are going to have a great, great show. Yeah. We're looking, like I said, we're looking forward to it. Uh, ticket sales are good. We're, we're looking forward. Kids 12 and under are free when they come oh, in. Nice. So we, uh, we let kids 12 and under are free. Uh, we do get those dads and the moms that come up with an 18 year old with growing a beard. Hey, how old is he? He's 12. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or you know, you know, you get which is crazy, which is funny because you'll get those two, and you're like, "Hey, how old are you?" And the kids like, the mom's like, "Oh, he's he's you know he's he's 12. And the kids like, "I'm 14." You're like, "Oh, <laughs> really?" It's Ten bucks, and we're like, "Just here, take the wristband and go." Yeah. Yeah. Kids are like, "I'm I'm 12." <laughs> he's got the deepest voice. Yeah, he does. Uh, they got the beard growing and everything. So. That's amazing. Chris, this, this has been amazing, man. Good luck with the show uh, in a Thank couple you. of weeks. And as soon as that thing pops up in January, I, I'm sure I'm, I'm going to want to fill one of those, uh, uh, you know, vendor uh, yeah. applications yeah. out. This sounds like a good show. Looking forward to how, how Sam does out there. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. 
Appreciate and, it, guys. Uh, and listen, we're going to have to have you back on to talk about some of your, your store, your brick and mortar, your and publishing your company. There's a lot to unpack. unpack with Don't you. worry, because see, we're going to reverse that because for our store and also on our charter site, we do a creator's corner. So I'm going to have you guys on our show. Oh, okay. So we're going to reverse oh, okay. it, do the same thing. So we do we do a creator's corner. I, and I actually wish now, Sam, you live here, though, right? I you live in, I'm in Rowlett, Texas, Dallas County. Oh, yeah. You, you're about 40 minutes away, uh, an <laughs> hour and a half with traffic. Uh, so one, one thing we're doing in our store is we got this huge table right in the middle of the store. We're actually going to do a creator's corner and we're calling it a pastime creators round table. So we got a big mic and we're going to have like eight or nine guys just come in and just hang out. We're going to bring in pizza, but we're going to be live like this on StreamYard. We're just going to have the cameras going. Count me it's in. Unedited. And some of the guys that come in our store, you, you can't, it, there's no beat button. So you guys know <laughs> how that is, right? So it's unedited. We're going to have a blast. And it's going to be something too to where we'll be like, hey, like I may give everybody a piece of paper. I'm like, hey, just Sam, hey, tell us how you got to draw. And you're just going to, everybody's going to be drawing and just BSing and talking for like two hours while you're drawing. And then what we'll do is we'll auction off the, the little remarks of the drawings. And then we're thinking about all that money given to the animal shelter. Nice. So have a representative oh, of the yeah. animal shelter we're out big there. Animal lover. Yes, awesome. yeah, so everybody knows, hey, that money is going to the animal shelter. So, yeah, you know, for awesome. the city. So uh, that's something else we're looking at doing. But we've been wanting to start a, a creator roundtable. So nobody does that. So we're like, hey, we're okay. going to knock this out. After Caltown, we're going to jump into a creator roundtable. Uh, I'll put you down. Hey, yeah. Like I said, you'll, you'll be in store. We're, we're covering dinner. I think it's just going to be something that's to be a awesome. lot of fun. Oh, yeah. That's I love awesome. it. Absolutely. Love that. love that. Love that. Love that, man. Good luck. Definitely. Chris, thank you so All much. Right, again, man. Appreciate you so much. And yeah, we'll talk soon, but. All right. Sounds good, man. I appreciate it, guys. You yeah. got it, buddy. Take care. All right. So that was Chris Hayes, Cowtown Comic Con. It is two weeks away, the 22nd and 23rd. Catch me there. I'm an artist. I'm in the pit. And uh, I'm like, what, one aisle away from Paul Gomez of Bushy Boo Circus Mysteries. So Paul Gomez is 302. I'm in 703. And then opposite that in the other aisle, Lori Calcaterra, she's in 1803. So really cool to be. A, 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 and, and Lori, we all got to do some uh, photo ops together. So that's going to be dope. So I'm looking forward to it. And uh, you know, I'm looking, yeah, I'm actually excited about this event. And uh, um, one of the things is, like I was talking about, finding those events that you can do every year locally. That's um, this, this sounds like one of them that I'll, I'll, I'll be doing yeah. every year. So uh, I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. No, this is a really good show. Chris, a great guy. Looks like the team is amazing. Thank you so much. Wears many hats. He's yeah, a no, no. comic creator. He's a, a, a publisher. He's a shop owner and a convention promoter. Yeah, no, no. And big shout out to his wife, Kim, who was in the chat. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for, for, for coming on and supporting the uh, the podcast. And I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing how you do out there, Sam. And, and and I love this idea of the, you know, having that round table. That's yes. amazing. That's that's you so, know what we used to so talk cool. about that stuff in the old days. Yeah. You know, it was like the you know, I mean, he gets it because he understands the creative, because that's he's also a creative. Exactly. So he wears you know what I'm saying? So I think that's just a solid plan. It's just uh, it's, it's a different perspective when you know when you know the other side of it. You know, when yes. not, you're not just you're not just trying to make money doing conventions, and you're trying to you know this promoter who's trying just trying to make you know make some money. He understands the struggle. He understands the struggle, so he tries <laughs> to make it make it as easy as possible or as painless as possible yes. when we're sitting behind that table for eight hours of the day, hoping people yeah. buy our comics. So I mean, look, I already know, I know my, what my, my, 
my placement is. I still don't know, and it's next week what my placement is for Fan Expo. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure. Listen, it's a bigger show, so I'm I'm sure they they're, they're coming up with that info. I know you're always complaining. You're like you like to complain. Yo, yo, yeah, I'm complaining to you. Where's my book? You're the worst customer don't service. Don't worry about it. You always complaining. Like I said, you're always complaining. Wait, hold on. Where's it? Hold on a second. All right. What were you saying? <laughs> I can't hear you, George. What are you say? So anyway, so I ain't letting that guy talk anymore. He's never even seen <laughs> Greece. He's not even allowed to be on the show. He's never seen Greece. He's horrible. Listen, listen I, got, um, I got I got places to be people yes. to see. What the greasy scene right. was on his stove. But um <laughs> <laughs> yes. So thank you, JD Rosario. We're gonna actually we're gonna be on JD's show in a couple of minutes. Yeah, you know, thank you, Michael San Martino, Aurelis, everybody for joining us tonight, and everybody who's been watching us on the other channels if you want to check out Kyle Town Comic Con the link is in the chat it's also in the summary um and and don't forget guys um we got 14 days left for there's an alien in my toilet I Chihuahua get yourself a copy let's get this thing funded we got 14 days left we are so close $260 away from being funded so um there's something for everybody and you're definitely going to laugh yeah. um and if you haven't done so already hit that like button share subscribe um, and when we grow, the indie community grows more eyes on us. That means there's more eyes on our guests. That's right. And if you're in the Fort Worth, Texas area, remember, in two weeks, Cowtown Comic Con. But not only that, kids 12 years and under are free. So bring the kids. Sam's got some kids' books. Let's Word. get those books yes. in those kids' hands. Make Word. sure you head out there. Again, remember, kids are free, 12 and under. So that's very big for the show. We appreciate Chris. Ten dollars to get in there. Can't beat that. Can't beat, Can't beat ten dollars. You know, ten dollars to get into a convention nowadays. So make sure you check it out. Show some love and support to Chris. Check out the website. The website that hey. we were on, in case you were wondering, is what is it? It is Cowtowncomiccon.com. Easy, easy peasy. I love it when it's the same. Real easy, real easy. Yes. Easy peasy. Um, yes. Yeah, man. That's all I got. That's all I got. With that said, I'm Sam the Crazy Man. George the Dream of Medina. And we are out. It's just easy kids are not. Crazy. No, I was talking about my friend Aquisa. Say my name. Say my name. This is what you were thinking? Oh, my God. He's describing me. He said, I'm the idiot. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening. Catch the craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze. Uh, this is craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. <laughs>